I thought he had a nice groove going. Nah, it's it was it was shit in the bed. It what? was shit in the bed. No, it wasn't. I was giving you a hard time on purpose for the show. Shit in the bed. I didn't give a shit. Welcome to the Big Head Podcast. What up? What's going on? <laughs> Trey's gonna take the run today. Emma? Yeah, you got it. Emma? Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey CJ, how you doing? Hey, what's going on? Hey buddy. You doing okay today, CJ? Yeah, I'm doing good. Hi. Got anything going on in your life? Nah, not really. <laughs> yeah, okay. James. Hi. How's it going? It's going good. You got anything going on? It's better now. <laughs> hey, Trey. Hey, buddy. How's it going? I'm doing great. Welcome to the Big Head Podcast. Today, ladies and We've t- all lost our minds. <laughs> <laughs> Energy's running low today. Uh, could possibly be the pollen. I feel like a polished turd. CJ, <laughs> you looking like you... Uh, Seen better days. Well, you've been like fucking go 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 all morning, probably. Like I'm ready to rock. Like Let's you, do this. you got some disheveled hair going on. You got some bags mm-hmm. under your eyes. I feel good. I slept good last night. Did you? Yeah, had an odd dream though. What was it about? I was doing a podcast in the morning that to- totally shit the bed. Oh my god! <laughs> no, dude, I had some crazy dreams recently. Like it was insane. It involved an ex and her trying to pawn her children off on me. And then me and Raven flying off in a jet. And then us going to this weird, like, Westworld type place. And then while I was there, uh, my brother James was there. It was my birthday. And we were seeing this band that I really like. And I don't even know what the band was. And I was talking to the people next to us. And Raven was like, quit trying to make friends with weird people. I was like, what? That's what I do. And then uh, James got to go front row. And I got really mad because it was my birthday. And then uh, I was just mad at everybody. And me and Raven got in a fight. And then I went off and I fucked all the sex bots in Westworld. Nice. That's awesome. That's a happy ending. <laughs> that is like a great dream that ended well. I love that. I told you about my dream the other day. No. I, You know, I don't remember too much about it. I just remember <laughs> that there was a big bootied girl, like one of the ridiculous huge booties. Uh-huh. And I told you, like, I talked her into, like, hooking up. So we we're going to go to a hotel. And she had a limo. And I, she said, you got to sit in the front. I said, okay. So I got in the front and there was no steering wheel. I turn around and there was a butler guy in the back with a steering wheel in the back seat, yeah, she's sitting next to her driving. And I was like, "This is really weird." And then I came up with a beautiful line that I will remember for all time. And I told her, "Is like, oh man, that booty. I want to start on the left side and work my way all the way to the right." <laughs> I don't know what it means, <laughs> but I like it. It's provocative. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I don't I don't have dreams like that. I, don't <laughs> I wish I did. Mine never seemed to like pan out. Usually it's like I I was there. It's black and white. It's color and then I'm 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 awoken by an alarm. You um, switch from we, black and white to color? Yeah. Nice. It's all kinds of weird. Well, you know, like I have night terror, so sometimes I don't wake up from my dreams. I just run around the house in my underwear screaming and yelling at things that don't exist or eating a bunch of junk food. I've I do that shit too like <laughs> What was it? Raven came home one day and she found like a uh, uh, a Nestle Crunch bar that had one bite taken out of it and it was just floating in the toilet. And she's like, "What the fuck is this?" I don't know. <laughs> and then she had all the Reese's cups hidden, and somehow I found them. And like there was a trail of Reese's cups, like aluminum foil papers, from the living room to the bedroom. And then <laughs> like there was just chocolate smeared on my face and everything. Wasn't that like when we were doing our weight loss challenge? It was right after. Okay. So put all this chocolate it was on like your it face. Was his birthday, and I gave him a bag full. You fucking trying to sabotage me. Kind of sabotage him, but and then I go over there, and Raven had like duct tape yeah dude he, <laughs> he had like a whole a bag what was it was it it was like a pink bag or something it was something something girly and so she 
She just took it and duct taped it and hit it. It looked like a fucking bomb was sitting in a closet. <laughs> um, but yeah. Anything else you've been up to lately? I know you've been watching all kinds of shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's what you do. Oh, so yeah. I took the recommendation of one of the guys at work. He said, check out this show called The Selection. And I watched it oh, basically yeah. in two days. It was freaking awesome. The only problem was is that like, so the premise of the show is that this 30 people go into this training, like spec op training, and they don't they do not do any kind of gun type work, but it's just like they basically beat the shit out of them, work them out and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like the beginning hell week yeah. kind of feel to it, like basic training, Navy SEALs, that kind of thing. So I'm watching it and I'm like, well, do they win anything at the end? And essentially yeah. they don't. A sense of pride. and being Yeah, that's what it was. That's the hardest part. Like you're waiting for them to like, you just won a million dollars or something like that. No, it's nothing like that at all. It was just, you did it. Yeah. And you, that was it. And like, then now I look, the show's canceled. So it's like, I guess people were pissed off. They're like, damn, could they at least win a car or maybe a well, ride I mean, back to base? Dude, the thing is like, it's a reality show basically, right? Yeah. yeah. Do they have like the whole like side interviews with the camera? It's like, it was really tough today. Confession cams. Like I got something like that, but they kind of like, the weird thing that they did is they kept doing like this interrogation thing where they put the bag over their head. And the, they <laughs> zip tie them, and then yeah. they bring them into the room, and they essentially take the the towel off them or whatever. And the two guys are just staring at them, and they're really quiet. And then usually the one guy's kind of crying. They're like, "Why are you crying?" I didn't know what was going to happen, instructor. I got nervous, you know. I don't know. It was just weird psychological shit. Yeah, man. it was really like yeah. the one thing that they did. And Jess and I both looked at each other like, "Fuck, we got that." Um, they put them in a box. And they had a baby crying sound play over and over and over again. And it was like 72 hours. And Jess and I were both like, fuck, that's easy for us, man. We got that shit. You know, I would like to go through some of this stuff like that just to see like how yeah. mentally strong I am. Because what was there was a show, I think it only had two seasons. It was called The Colony. This is like one of the only uh, rea- oh, reality yeah, TV that. shows I've ever really liked. Because it kind of went through that whole premise of like that uh, experiment back in the 20s where they had the prison guards and the prisoners that were just regular civilians. And as time went on, like they both kind of like fell into the roles and started acting like... They had that movie that came out with, what's it, uh, <clears throat> Forrest Whitaker and uh, fucking the guy, the skinny looking, ugly looking dude. Adrian Brody? Adrian Brody. That movie uh, it was like the experiment or something like that, where there was prisoners and guards. You know, yeah, it really happened. It was a thing. Did like that actual like? I don't. I'm not seeing the movie, but it was a, it was an experiment, and like all the prisoners started acting like criminals. Oh yeah. And then all the uh, prison guards started like treating them like criminals and beating the shit out of them and stuff. Oh yeah. But the the colony is like they send these people out into this little area that's you know been abandoned and they have to survive with next to nothing like it's a post-apocalyptic kind of thing and the people start going crazy on the show and i'm like are they really going crazy or is this just for the show but yeah that'd be hard to figure out and like i always want to be like put me on there i'd fucking i'd be i'd be the man I say that about every other TV. Is that show. when they were like they have to build like certain things to kind of like keep themselves alive? And- yeah, they like they built a, a a generator or I'm sorry, a uh, windmill out of a alternator off of a car and some scrap, and it was charging the batteries and stuff. They all got cancer, by the way, from the windmills. Really? Oh, neither one of you fucking no. heard the Trump bullshit that's going on. Uh-huh. No. 
Are you fucking serious? No, what are you talking so about? So Trump is saying that like windmills give people cancer. Really? Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna look I'm gonna I, I look it up. I never heard of that. That's kind of man. There's always something. Listen, whatever it is nowadays, whether it's fast food or hell, just going outside in the sun, everything gives you cancer now. Everything. Everything always has, but yeah. So car- carry on for a second. I'm gonna look this up. Uh, but yeah, I don't really like reality TV shows. It's just. Yeah. No, so that selection, it was actually, it was a really good show. And there's a lot of people that you kind of like, that, you know, they're all numbers and stuff like that, like 19 or you're 11, and that's how they refer to them. But you don't find out their names until they get into that interrogation thing, stuff like that. But, yeah, he was telling me that he recommended it to you or whatever. Yeah, I, I started watching it, and, uh, like, I blew through it in, like, basically a day. It's only eight episodes, but, uh, I've always wondered if, like, I could go through that training, especially the drown-proofing thing where they tie your hands behind your back and they tie your ankles together and you have to bob up and down in the pool for, like, five minutes. Oh, yeah. So they the, did only, that, yeah. the only thing, though, that they had to do is they had to tie knots underwater, and that wasn't my specialty. Like, when I went to fire school, the biggest thing that we had to do was you had to do this with your gloves on, which is a pain in the ass, oh. is tie knots with your gloves on in front of the instructor as they walk by and they basically like looked at your knot and they were like, nope, do it again. Nope, do it again. Yeah, so. dude, fuck that. Like, it, both jobs I work, I, I'm supposed to wear gloves, but I can't do anything with the gloves on. And in one of them, it's like, you know, 35 degrees and people are like, oh, it's so cold. I can't, I'm like, quit being a pussy. I don't need gloves. I'm just yeah. going to fucking get shit done. It, but <laughs> Well, yeah, like when I was deployed, we were supposed to wear gloves as part of our PBE or safety uh-huh. gear or whatever. Mm-hmm. And try to get your finger in the trigger well and it's like bunched up and it just like oh yeah you well, tried nobody wanted to do it not with gloves on that's a freaking pain in the well, ass why, why don't you just cut the tips of the fingers off of your, of your firing we're not finger. supposed to like a lot of people did oh, but okay. yeah we're not supposed to would you get in trouble for that if you did well depends on who catches you you know yeah. what i mean there's on base stuff and then there's off base stuff that you do and you got to make it look pretty and switch out and stuff like that all right so recently Trump was speaking at a fundraiser for Republicans in Washington. It was a Tuesday. Trump, he took aim at windmill turbines. No, he said wind turbines, also known as windmills. Uh, He labeled them as inadequate sources of energy. And he even went so far to say that the noise that they make have caused cancer. Hmm. Is that backed? No, there's no fucking scientific proof. <laughs> this motherfucker is Don Quixote is what he is. He's Don gonna Quixote. Fucking, he's going to lose his shit. He's going to be riding around out there like trying to take down windmills. So I sleep with a <clears throat> fan at night. Would that affect me? Because I need the noise to sleep. Like, I love sleeping with a fan. This, you know, Noise cancer. Noise cancer. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is how shit gets like blown out of control. You know, it gets bigger than life. And that's where urban legends come from. Oh, I love the segue. Look at that. See? He's a polished professional, ladies and gentlemen. Urban legends. So we have a few that we're probably going to discuss today. One in particular uh, is there's a few in Georgia that like I researched that I didn't even know. Let me let me stop you there. I feel like every state has like the same seven handfuls of urban legends. Mm -hmm. Like it's Oh, there's been lots of research done. Because it's like, you know, the lady in what? There's small differences between Georgia and Alabama, fucking Arizona, but there's a lady in Mexico has their own version. They're coming out with a movie 
based on the Mexican version of the White Lady, L- 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 uh, Lorna yeah, it's, it's or something. Part of that whole uh, movie chain. Oh fuck, I can't. We have that. we have one in New yeah. York too, Lady in White, or the 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 woman and her baby. I actually experienced one of the urban legends too, and I I I will put my hand on the Bible to this day, and I'll tell you it is probably the most freaky experience that I've ever had. So like I was before things went oh, haywire with our last podcast, um, Sweet Hollow Road. Right? I'm just telling them. What? Sweet Hollow Nobody Road. Nobody needed to know that we're unprofessional and we You're fucked so up. You're so negative. Once. Just fucking roll with the We love us. Nobody needed to know. So so if any of my friends in New York, they'll know instantly when I bring this up. There's a road that's in Melville that if you drive down, there's a bunch of urban legends about it. But before you go through the road. Do they all hang out at the end? What? Do they all hang out at the end? What do you mean? You say if you drive down the road, there's a bunch of urban legends. Like, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll meet at the bar at the end of the day. No, I wish they did. What's up? <laughs> so, there's hey, a- look, it's, it's, it's all uh, Two Tone Tony with the hook guy. Hey, everybody. There's the jogger. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> so, I've been hearing legends about this thing since I was a kid. And finally, you know, like when we got older, we would drive through there. And before you go onto the road, you have to go under this bridge. It's just creepy. It's darky, dark. There's no lights. Darky. There's no lights, nothing. You go under the bridge, and the story about the bridges is that, and I'm, I'm, I've heard this in different places too, is that the five kids hung themselves over the bridge. Um, there was a girl that was leaving prom, and she was depressed, and she killed herself and landed under the bridge. Um, and then there's a lady in white that goes around the freaking marches around the place and stuff like that. But the thing that got me was is they tell you that if you park under the bridge – and you put your car in neutral, right? That you'll feel somebody push the car from underneath the bridge, right? So um, we just helpful if you break down. Yeah, not helpful if you're scared of shit. So evidently, <laughs> like we thought it was the so the legend that we heard it was the girl, but when I did some research, it's actually the kids that's supposed to push you out. So me and my friends decided to test this theory. So we drove out there and we parked. Under the bridge, and I was sitting in the back seat, and we put the car in neutral, and then all of a sudden, like, I, I swear to God, and there are people that were there with me that night that will verify this, that it literally felt like somebody was pushing the car. Like, I felt the bump on the back of it. I'm looking in the, the back window to see if there's anything there, and I was like, I was like, Carrie, just put the car in drive. Let's get the fuck out of here. Let's go. Let's go. So and like, totally go. sober. Totally sober. Totally sober. I wasn't driving. It was my buddy and his his future wife, Carrie, and her nephew. And we're sitting in the back. And I'm trying to be like the big tough guy. Like, yeah, this ain't this ain't shit. And then all of a sudden we felt the car being pushed. And I'm like, oh, shit. Let's get the fuck out of here. Now, how old were you? I was 18 or 19. Okay. This is the part that trips me out. So just to touch real quick on the history of urban legends. I mean, very general, none specific. Uh Obviously, they're like uh, old folk tales. It's it's uh, cautionary tales, right? Like mm-hmm. you know, uh, don't pick up hitchhikers. So we'll, you know, there's an urban legend about somebody picking up somebody on the side of the road and and yeah. getting killed, and it's a fantastic story. But it's meant to warn you, or don't go into this strange house because you know it might fall apart on you and you get hurt. Blah 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 blah. Well, I think it's hilarious because almost everybody probably has at least one story in their life about an urban legend where they challenged it. It's like mm-hmm. it's it's meant to warn you away from like a place that might be dangerous or something like that, 
And oh, yeah. as as teenage kids, we're like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> oh yeah, it doesn't work. You well, know that's what I mean? that's what we did is we decided to go check it out because yeah. you know, and then after it actually, I never went back after that. Like oh, yeah. we used to go there a lot, and after that day, it was like, fuck that, I'm never going back. So. Um, same thing with the Amityville Horror House that's on Long Island. It's like a town over from me. And that shit that, you know, we drive by there and look in the windows and stuff. But I'm like, fuck that. I'm good. Don't be a pussy. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. That movie, any house that looks similar to that ever in my life after watching that movie as a kid, I was like, yeah, no. Yeah. Turn around, go the other way. They're, and the big thing was is they talked about how Stephen King had bought it and was an owner of it. And nobody, I've never. Is that true? That's what I heard, but evidently it's gone through several different owners. But it's so funny because when I drive by there, you know, I saw this person. They were outside like mowing their grass, and I was like, "Hey, you know, I passed right by the house because they redid the whole outside of it." And uh, I was like, "Hey, you know, where's the Amityville Horror House?" And he was like, "Guys, ah, right over there. It's a bunch of bullshit." So I was like, "Okay, <laughs> don't waste your time." So. um one of the things, though, that I, I read about that I thought was pretty interesting is in Smyrna, Georgia, the N- Knicker Jack Bridge. Have don't, you heard of this don't thing? Don't say that quick. No, I know, right? The Knicker Jack Bridge. Have you heard of this? No. Okay, so no. it's this, like, well, I don't know. covered bridge that's in Smyrna. Okay, let me stop you there. Yeah. That's another thing. There's fucking a million covered bridge stories. There's one out here in New Harley that... Like, yeah. Well, this one, this one, evidently, if you... Uh, there was a bunch of kids that, like... Drowned at the bottom of like it's the same underneath. thing in New Harley. But here's the here's the funny part. What you're supposed to do is supposed to put a Snicker bar on the roof of your car, not on the roof, on the hood of your car. And when you drive by at night, it's supposed to disappear because the kids take it. Dude, that's just some some dude that got kicked out of his house came up with that, and he lives up under the fucking bridge. Yeah, he's like, I like Snickers. They yeah. keep me alive. There's a bump in the road, and it always pops off. And- yeah, that's what I was thinking <laughs> or, too. Or there's a really, really fat fucking like owl or something that just comes down and grabs it up. Or like you drive. <laughs> I don't know. You know, as funny as it sounds, we make fun of it. There's somebody out there, I bet you, who tells the story like, I- I'll put my hand on a Bible to this day. I did it and it happened. I did say that. <laughs> no, about the Snicker bar one. Oh, yeah. No, I'm saying, no, whatever urban legend you hear, however ridiculous. <laughs> There's probably somebody... Some dumb fuck out there probably <laughs> says this. No, I didn't even say dumb fuck. I said there's going to be me. a person who experienced... I'm going to do the snicker thing. That's definitely happening. The one thing... The other fuck one that I do looked at... Ruth. Is, uh, yeah, Babe Ruth. Fuck with them. Put a Mars bar. <laughs> yeah, don't give them a snicker. Snickers are good. <laughs> yeah, 100 grand bar. Don't waste that shit. Uh, what is it? The the Cursed Pillar. That's in Augusta. Never heard of it. Yeah, so evidently... It pillar? Was a, like you lay your head on it? No, Pillar. Pillar. <laughs> You ain't never heard anybody call it a pillar? Now. <laughs> That's the redneck version yeah. of it, yeah. You got some pillars, man? I'm tired. No, there's this, uh, this like, cement pillar that was, that's in Augusta, and it's, like, it's got a sign on it, and it's, like, a cursed type thing. Evidently, this shaman or whatever the hell it was was, like, uh, if you guys don't do this, I'm going to bring a tornado down on the town, and evidently, he's the, like, where he was standing is where the pillar was. And the whole town was destroyed, and all that's left is that pillar. So there's like a a touristy spot over there where people go. If like even if you touch it, you're supposed to meet an untimely end. So shit like that, where I'm like, ah, I don't know if I want to go there and touch that thing. That's what I'm saying. There's a bunch of kids go up like, Phew, yeah, fuck yeah, you do it now. There's all kinds. I of touched shit. the butt. There's all kinds of things like that. 
uh, the Ellis Hotel in Atlanta, the one that was supposedly supposed to be fireproof, and then it completely burned down to the ground. Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. People trapped in there now. It's haunted. I heard the Titanic was unsinkable. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um. So the the only one that you've done was the bridge. You never tested out any other. No, the one that I uh, like you weren't you weren't here for this one, but I yeah, was... I had a fart and I didn't trust it. Yeah. <laughs> no, wait, I was explaining that we went to uh, under the bridge and we put your car in neutral and it felt like the it was being pushed. There's a place in Georgia just like that. Yeah, see, it doesn't matter. Like wherever you go, there's always some kind of like. Uh... I feel like ghosts are just unoriginal. Well, <laughs> no, well, come up with some. I know. Come on. I don't. I don't remember where it is here, but it's in Georgia and it's a cemetery, and they call it like Gravity Hill. And if you go out there and you park at the bottom of the hill, you put it in neutral, then it'll roll back uphill because the ghosts are pushing you. But what it yeah. is, it's an optical illusion. You're not really parked at the bottom of the hill. It just looks like you are. Hmm. What about the the legend about uh, masquerade, the masquerade ball or whatever? So evidently there is a uh, a vampire that lives underneath it. And, like, if you're in the club, like, he's stalking around in certain areas. Like, you can hear people screaming. Like, not when there's a concert going on, but, like, you hear women in the background screaming. Well, Where is this? place is torn down, so it doesn't, Atlanta. it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, he's probably pissed. He's like, my fucking house. When I, when I heard that, I was like, man, I would love to dress like the tall, tall, dark man and just walk around. How the fuck are you going to grow? Stilts? I use one of you as a skateboard. <laughs> no, no, you just like ride on the shoulders and you wear a big trench coat. I've seen it. Or we'll do like the uh, little uh, the the little stooges, little rascals. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can sit on my shoulder and we get a trench coat. <laughs> one of the things Isn't I that thought was funny is that uh, these urban legends, there's always a lake involved. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just said the stand on the shoulders trench coat thing. Then he did it. I don't know if you heard me say it. Oh, I, I kind of went with it. I was just that like, was ah. awesome. That was awesome. What? But then I started thinking, like, did I say that? Out I loud? didn't hear you say it. Did uh, I? I did say it, right? I'm pretty sure you did. Okay, I, th- I heard you say something about a trench coat. Yeah, I said you just get on one of our shoulders. We will get a real long trench coat. I've seen it happen before. And then you oh. said it. I was like, <laughs> what the Fred, fuck what is are you going on? At on your phone <laughs> that you're like you were distracted. Ooh, I thought well, maybe I didn't say of, it. One of the things, though, like I was saying, is that every urban legend there's a lake <laughs> involved somehow. <laughs> Sorry, Lake, that tripped me Lake, out. Lake Lanier is one of them. Uh, and what, Lake, what's, what's in Lake Lanier? I done been on that motherfucker. Ain't nothing out there. So uh, originally, before they built the lake, there was like a bunch of homes and people lived in that area. And That's, the government just said, screw it, get out. You sure it's Lanier? Yeah, it's Lanier. Um, they I, flooded the area. It's definitely Lanier. I just, I I just watched the once. whole, on my way here. I watched the whole thing on the top ten urban legends in fucking Atlanta. Well, was that guy? Was that guy from uh, Georgia? No, she's from. Fuck her. She don't know. She don't know. She's like it's a bonnet, and I was like, "You mean the yeah?" She don't know the call because I've always grown up hearing uh, that it was uh, Alatoona. Yeah. No. Well, Lake Lanier. If you look back, there was actually like residential homes, and then when they flooded the area, those homes were like demolished, and there was people that like died and shit like that, and. Well, Evidently, it claims a life every year, just like Lake Ronkonkoma in Long Island. The it's always a male that gets claimed every year. Well, the same that. thing, same thing in uh, where I'm from in Vegas, Lake Mead. 
um, there's a that's where Vegas was originally, where Lake mm-hmm. Mead is, and they determined it was better because of where the river was. Towns mm-hmm. are near rivers, but the river could flood this big basin valley type valley, so they moved everybody out and flooded it. But yeah, there's always like urban legends that there were some some people who refused to leave, you know, or elderly who were like, I'm gonna die here, and that when it flooded and became Lake Mead, you know, they say you could still dive down and see some of the old wreckage and buildings and stuff down there, and that's pretty cool. Well, you know. That, that could even go further into like an old, old, old urban legend or myth or lore or whatever. The Naiads. Is that what you just looked up on your phone? <laughs> no, I'm looking at a sound. Y'all don't know what Naiads no. are? No. I know what Nads Fine. are. But... Nads? Yeah. These nuts? No, Naiads were the like... The Australian hair remover? <laughs> That's Naz. No, it's Nads. Is it? Yeah. Um, but, I bought it. Wolfman has Nards. I tried it. I don't know. It's what, fucking what, bullshit. What'd you, what'd you try it on? I tried it on my back and maybe a, an arm or something like that. It okay, first of all, ridiculous. Your hairy fuck, you need industrial strength. <laughs> it, dude, this stuff is glue. It's basically glue, and it just rips everything the, out. The infomercial is bullshit. Either that, or they drug. <laughs> it's painless. People. So back in the day, this infomercial for Nad's Australian hair remover, they'd have the Australian woman come out. It's the greatest thing you can ever put on you. It doesn't. You don't hurt whatsoever. So it's supposed to use the warmth of your body. And then you put the strips on there. And in the video, there was like this old man. And evidently, I guess he must have had dementia because he didn't feel any pain. He didn't even move. She did his eyebrows with it. And he's just standing there like a Navy SEAL and rips the hair off. So I, I begged my mother to get me this shit because I'm like, I'm, I'm fucking in middle school and I'm built like a woolly mammoth. I'm like, I need to get rid of some of this hair. Let's go this route. So she's like, it's going to hurt. I'm like, no, the commercial says it will not hurt. So she gets it. We set it up. I'm so excited to get home from school. She's like, it's here. Let's do this. So she gets a little strip, puts it on my back, and rips. And I fucking screamed like like uh, Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween. Ah! Fucking hurt. It was bullshit. I was like, oh, maybe it's just the first strip. You know, maybe because maybe I wasn't warm enough. Essentially that. Yeah. But worse. Yeah, it was worse. And then I, it got to a point where it was like, I started to bleed a little bit. I didn't know you could do that, like bleed when you get From your, your hair. <laughs> fucking mama show. You're ripping shit out of your skin. Man. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't realize that. And it was like, but it was so bad though, because like it was basically patchy. We ran out of strips. <laughs> you were like, so, you had the mange. You were a man o' lantern. <laughs> they, only gave, they only gave you like maybe five in the box. But I was like, man, this is bullshit. This stuff hurts. And then it stayed under the sink for like years until I finally threw it away. Okay. So the naiads. Naiads. <laughs> Mythology, they were water nymphs. And if you did shit to the water, they would kill you. Yeah. So like, that's what I'm saying. How far back do these things go? And like, oh, dude, uh, what's what's that book? You said you didn't like the show American Gods. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wasn't a fan. Have you read the book? Yes. Do you like it? It's kind of that whole premise where, like, people come from the old world. They bring the tales from the new world. They become, like, kind of inducted and changed a little bit. So I wonder, like, if we really weren't lazy fucks and we put the time in, if we took, like, all these urban legends, how many of them actually came from uh, the old countries? I'm pretty sure that there's studies that have been done. I mean, there's stuff. There's probably literature out there you can get a hold of to read. Where, Like, my daughter, uh, she went to college to be a folklore anthropologist or something like that how much fucking money does that make 
<laughs> yeah. Well, it, her husband's a nuclear engineer, so she's... She, oh, okay. Yeah, she, she can do what she wants. She can do what she wants. Yeah. yeah. She could have fucking took up underwater basket weaving and been all right. But, like... I catch butterflies for a living. Her focuses were, uh, like, uh, early European stuff, and she wants to eventually travel over there, like, trace back to the roots of urban legends and myths and stories yeah. and find out where it came from, then where that one came from, and, you know, just trail it back and get down to the source material, if you will, and, and you know, so, I mean, there's... There's lots of stuff out there if you look it up. You know, if you want to go like one step further, a lot of that shit came from eating like weird moldy bread, uh, trying to eat stuff you found in the woods. It's actually psychotropics. So, well, when you weren't in the room too, I was telling him just to go back real quick and talk about uh, generalize what urban legends are. They're usually cautionary tales. You know, there's bears in the woods that will eat you. So you tell a kid, hey, there's bears, and they don't see any bears, so they think you're safe. You tell a kid, you over-sensationalize the story and say there's an old lady who's going to eat you in the woods. Their their imaginations run a little bit wild and they get scared. But then you get old enough and you want to challenge that, so you go into the woods and get eaten by a bear. Okay, so uh, I bought CJ Minecraft for his birthday last year. Mm-hmm. He played it with me like once. And I was yeah, like, dude, quit That was fuck- a funny story. I was like, quit leaving the fucking door open, man. I was like, you're going to let the zombies and skeletons in. Yeah, I didn't realize, like, he was a fucking door Nazi. He was like, close the door. And I'm like, <laughs> am I going to catch a pixelated draft in I'm here? I'm like, dude, I'm like, you go let the fucking zombies oh, and spiders oh. and skeletons in here. He's like, dude, we've been playing for two hours. I ain't seen shit. Well, I didn't see anything. This dumb fuck leaves the door open, and I'm down, like, in the cellar doing some shit. And then I, he's like, fuck, 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 fuck. And I run upstairs, and there's three zombies chasing him around like the little living room area. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh. yeah, that, that's that's a great game. I, I can't even like <laughs> that zombie's got armor, and I was like, how the fuck can you tell? Like it's so pixelated, so badly. Like you see the polygons above his head. I mean, it's got armor, and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, this is ridiculous. And then you could chop down shit with a chicken cutlet. That's retarded. Dude, that doesn't make sense. You're, you're punching it. You just have something in your hand. It doesn't matter, okay? It just didn't make sense. All of a sudden, I'm chopping down this tree, and all I got is like a turkey that I cooked in an oven that I had to put together. Like, oh, no, you I need love this his type stories of about the Minecraft. It was just so, I was like, oh, my God, uh, I can see why kids like lose their shit. Dude, you know what we should do? You should get Minecraft, and then like we should figure out like how we can record us playing it and just the audio from CJ will be fucking hilarious. I, I just and then fuck, like fuck 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 you need a fucking different pick to like destroy certain woods and and mine shit. I'm sure there's people that are going to listen to this and be like, "Ooh, what a fucking amateur. This is what you get for being fucking stupid and not knowing how to play Minecraft." Look, you know what? I got a fucking life. I've Jeez. never played it. I'll play Sims. I'll play that. Yeah, I was too busy going outside doing things. Well, you know, he he loves Legos. I was like, "Dude, you love Legos? You love adventures? <laughs> That's a good segue. Oh, he bitched at me this morning because I, I messaged him. Because he sent me a message at like, I think it was like five or something yeah. like that. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing up? And I, and at the time, I was watching. I didn't know. What, I wasn't going to answer him smartass. Like, but I was like, oh, I'm watching a video on Legos. This guy like put a bunch of Legos in a, in a container he, and put like an epoxy on it. It's resin. Resin, yeah. And then he fucking like sanded it down and put this wood thing on it. And I was like, what the okay, fuck is the point dude, of all this? Dude, I can tell that you never went in wood shop. He put it on a lathe. Yeah, I was in. I, no, I know. He put it on a lathe. This, he, put but, it on, he put it on this wood thing and he sanded it. No, no, no. Like it means the, to bluff. The bottom part that he put to the bowl, he put like a wood thing on there. Oh, and he, a finished yes. piece of wood. Yeah. And then he put it on the lathe. And I was just like, what the fuck is the point? Like he made a bowl. Did you watch the video? 
Yeah, I watched That's the video. That's the fucking point. Yeah, but what the fuck? He's what are getting, you going to do with that? It doesn't matter. He's getting views. He's retarded. You're retarded. I know. Who's keeping up with Tom today? I've been watching my phone here. We, we, Depending on where we're going, we're not there. That's... <laughs> 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 oh, boy. <laughs> but I see where you were going with the leave the door open thing. You know? Yeah. I was like, there should be a cautionary tale about leaving the fucking door open so zombies don't get you. Well, there probably are. Like, you know. Oh, give it time. It'll it'll happen. At some point in history, you know, if that was like one of the biggest concerns is leaving the door open, you know. My my biggest thing was I, the things under the bed. Well, so I used to do like a fucking Olympic jump from like yeah. the door to the bed, like put my legs up to my fucking chest, dude. So but you know that would grab that, me underneath. That probably stems from there, you know, like uh, snakes, spiders, you know, back in cabin yeah. days and shit like that. Don't play under the bed because you might get hurt, you know. Yeah. So there's. Well, no, I wasn't worried about snakes. No, I was no. worried about a fucking monster eating me. You, know, you don't like, live in a cabin either. Like the story of monsters under your bed. Like they, oh, yeah. They, there's a history to it. It's a cautionary tale okay. that leads to an over-sensational story. Where did the tale start that like if you go downstairs in the basement to go get a towel, like I, you're going to get eaten? Like well, that, that fucking, that used to fuck me up. I've never, never heard that. My washer and dryer was downstairs and I used to have, my mom would be like, go get me a towel because I'm going to go take a shower. And I'm like, fuck you. I could see get- two ways. I could see it having to do with like, you know, in colonial times, don't go exploring any caves or anything like that, you know. Yeah. But I think. <laughs> that was good though. I like that. Yeah. I made that one up. <laughs> no. Like you have a little James inside James's head. With rich wine going every fucking where in little push pins. He's like, that, would make, that would make sense. Though. But wait, there's more. There's I think that. it's actually more of a modern day one where that's where like a lot of the tools and sharp edge things and stuff like you know machines, gasoline, stuff like that was kept. So the parents would just kind of spook you so you didn't go down there and mess with shit you weren't supposed to when they weren't watching or something. Mm. But that then was, that'll become like an urban legend. They've made movies about it. They've used it to scare people. Or doesn't anthrax come from the ground? I can't remember. I think anthrax is like a dirt born like, thing. So, nah, not even, man. That no, no, they sucked. So, <laughs> dude, don't even. Oh, no, like, no, no, no. You know, back in the day, they just had the root cellars. Like it was unfinished. It was just a fucking hole in the ground. It's so, also animal brain stuff too comes huh? into play. The animal brain, uh, uh, the instincts. Thing. Oh yeah. So I wonder if like people just died randomly from like huffing weird molds in their basement and stuff. They're oh, like, we had asbestos in my house. Yeah. Legionnaire is bad. Legionnaire disease. So. Okay, before we go too far, you was talking about jumping like into the bed because yeah. you were scared of shit. One time when I was younger, uh, me and my brother James, like we we uh, we were in the same room. Uh, I don't remember where Terrace was, but I got up to go use the bathroom and it was pitch black, and I didn't know that James had closed the door. So I did the thing like where I was like in the in the bathroom and I was like, all right, one, two, three, turn the light off, right. So, dude, I fucking took off running. Yeah. He had got up and closed the door, and I ran right fucking <laughs> into the door hard. Boom! So, I got an urban legend. Yeah. All right. So, have you guys ever heard? I mean, there's a, probably like hundreds. I looked it up, tried to find like an actual name for this one, and it had so many different names. I don't know. Use whichever one you want. But you hear a knock at the door. Somebody says, hey, it's whatever. I'm so-and-so, I'm the pizza guy, I'm your uncle, I'm, you know, the yeah. guy from across the street, I noticed something was going on upstairs, you know, blah, blah, blah. But basically, you hear a knock, you hear some voice, it says, open the door, you open the door, you die. You know what I mean? It could be, and it stems from, like, real world, you know, there's guys out there trying to kill people and blah, 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 right? But a lot of 
the stories that if you look it up, a lot of the stories are creepy and like there's nobody there and that kind of thing. And that yeah. happened once to me and a few of my you cousins. Know where it actually started? Started? No. Jehovah Witnesses. Oh boy. <laughs> Those silly people. <laughs> you hit her knock at a door, don't go. Yeah. Have it, you found Jesus? They were and now very, you're dead. They were very unsuccessful for years because they would do it around midnight and they realized maybe we should do this during the day. <laughs> I mean, we're wearing all black. They can't see us, you know? If my door is knocked at midnight, like the person on the other side of the door is going to have to worry because I'm going to kill them. But, anyways, they left us at home, right? And we're all just hanging out and we're probably 12, 13 maybe 11 range somewhere in there you know Mm -hmm. all around that age and we hear a knock on the door and it's at this apartment and we have a gated like porch area that's about you know six feet high gated porch area with a big old creaky door that opens up you know uh that you can hear somebody coming in but you know we're playing and stuff so we didn't hear anybody hear a knock at the door and we're like hey somebody here order a pizza and we're like no you know what i mean yeah uh no you got the wrong house like uh are you sure because uh, I think I'm at the right house. You know, we're like, uh, no. And we can't even see through the freaking eye hole. We're so young, you know. Yeah. But there's a window right next to the door. And peek out the window, try to be like real subtle. You know, at that point in your life, you don't realize that all the lights in the house, you know, they can see you. But peek out the thing and uh, there's nobody out there. There's no car parked out front. It was kind of shadowy. So he could have been hiding off to the side, to the right, because we were on the left of the door. Don't know. But I closed it down. I looked at everybody. I said, there's nobody there. And the girls look at me, and we all just start screaming and freaking out and run and hide underneath blankets and shit like that. And start. But, there was girls there too. Did you guys like play, like touch each other, titties? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but that would freak me the fuck out though. Sorry, I was letting you have your moment. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to ruin your joke. Did you guys ever play with a Ouija board when you were kids? Hang on a second. Hang on a second. We're getting there. I hadn't even gave my urban legends. What? You don't have any. Yeah, I do. What do you have? Your fucking mother. That's what I have. Oh. Uh, no. So, out in Rome, Georgia, there is uh, it's CCC Road. You know, there's like a fucking ton of CCC roads around here. I don't know what a CCC road is. Uh, I forgot what it stands for, but it was like the uh, yeah. Look it up, uh, young Jamie. What is uh, like? It's it's some it's like it's CCC Road. It was some kind of uh. Like group. a county road? Or? Yeah, it's something like that. I can't remember what it stands for. But there, out in Rome, there was one, but everybody calls it Seven Bridges. It's out by Barry College. So uh, when you drive out there... Civilian Conver- Cons- Conservation Corpse Road. Yeah. That's why I couldn't remember. Now now I'm not confused. Thanks. But no, that's, I don't know what that is. Well, it was a group of people that did roads like it was the Civilian Corpse. But, uh, okay. Yeah, during the Great Depression, the Civilian Conservation Corps constructed roads to the ridge of the Chia Mountains. So, core, not corpse. <laughs> corpse. Core. C O R P S. No e at the end. That's core. I was like corpse. <laughs> tomato. Tomato. Another C J. <laughs> grammar police over there. Anyway, go tomato. Ahead. Tomato. It's a big difference. Tomato. tomato. <laughs> uh, Living he, dead. Yeah, you bust my balls, but he said blowed up. Three times on the fucking last podcast. Blowed <laughs> up. Yeah, who's blowed up? Uh, <laughs> how the fuck you gonna say? You, you just gotta get better at calling. up. You gotta get better at calling <laughs> him out up. in the moment. In the moment. Yeah, it's blowed a lot funnier. I shit, thought that was funny. That shit just got bloated up, fucker mother. Bloated up. I love that She shit. blowed up her lady parts. I must have said it like, th- I said it the rest of the day. Yeah, he got blowed up. So, anywho. Anywho. Uh, Seven Bridges Road. You go out there. 
It's right beside Barry College. It's blocked off now. You can't even go. But the thing was, uh, you take eight people, right? And you drive down, and each person gets out on one of the bridges. Oh. When you get to the very yeah. end, uh, there was like an old church out there or some shit. There's math in this urban legend. When you uh, yeah. So you get out there to the church. You turn around, come back. One person's missing, and there's only six bridges. Wait, I feel like this is a riddle I didn't get. Like, I don't know. There's, just, okay, it's called Seven Bridges. Eight. You you have a driver and seven people. Okay. That's why you need eight. And there's okay. seven bridges. So you just put a person eight. out on each bridge. That's the seven people. All right. So the one person goes, he's driving, just dropping people off. You get to the end, there's a church. You turn around and you come back, and there's only six bridges and one person's missing. Ooh, I like it. Let's do it. It's closed down. You can't go out there anymore. The reason, the reason Where we're going, closed, we don't need roads. The reason it got closed <laughs> down was because, uh, like, Satanists would go out to that church and perform uh, rituals and shit. I've heard the same stories about places in New York. Same thing. But this is legit. Seven, like, drop people off and somebody's missing? No, like, Satanists were, like, oh, performing okay, yeah. no, no, sacrifices yeah, by th- rock. This is legit because uh, there used to be two uh, malls out in Rome. There was Riverbend Mall and there was Mount Berry Square, but there was girls that kept going missing around Riverbend. Uh, I got to do a little research here, but my mom and them went out there. Nobody would, nobody wanted to get out of the car, so they just drove, and like they counted the bridges seven on the way out, six when they were coming back to the entrance. They did it like fifteen times, and it was always seven going in, six coming out. Did. Have respect for the people who have tried this. Imagine being that person somewhere in the middle, and you're just like, the car stops, and it's the middle of the night, and there's no lights anywhere, probably before cell phones. You had a lighter, maybe. You get out of the car, and then you see the car drive and go around a bend, and you're just sitting out there alone on this fucking bridge like, fuck, I'm waiting to die right now. Why did I agree to do <laughs> yeah. this? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Alvin Howard Neely Jr. and Judith Ann Adams Neely are an American couple who committed the kidnapping and torture murders of Lisa Ann Milliken and Janice K. Chapman. Uh, they're both abducted, abducted from the Riverbend. They were abducted uh, from the Riverbend adopted. Mall uh, around the 1980s. So they're under one of the bridges snatching people. No, no, what no, if no, you no. just like walk there with a Snickers and be like, "Hey, <laughs> does this work here? Is this cool?" <laughs> so yeah, they they closed it down after uh, the murders and stuff. Really? Yeah, but uh, there's also a bunch of other ones out there in uh, Barry College, like the Green Lady. If you go down a certain trail at a certain time, there's this. Goobery. We took engagement photos there. Yeah, did you? That's a nice place too. It's beautiful out there. Did you see the Green Lady? No, fuck that. <laughs> it makes me want to go to the Bridges place, though. Isn't that weird? Like, I hear that people go missing and people have seen it and blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, let's go. Well, I, I think I might do the I dare it. the bridge over in Smyrna first because it's a little closer well, than Barry College. And I can afford sounds, Snickers. I can afford a Snickers. I just don't know. I don't know if eight I can afford to lose a friend. Like, Yeah, I don't want to like bring eight people with me and be like, okay, well, where are you fuckers like, going? It's like the red shirt guy captain in uh, Star Trek. You got like fucking eight. You got seven people with you, but the one guy like nobody really likes. And that guy. So I'm going to drop you all off. You're getting out last. Karen, yes. you're getting out last. Yeah, you're, you're, I got the perfect. Thanks for letting me hang out, guys. I got the perfect guy to put out on the last bridge. Who's that? Oh, Mr. Personality <laughs> down the road here. Oh, Everybody. he he motioned this way. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! 
<laughs> I don't want to go. We're all getting radios. Okay, so Radio. I've never told either of you this, but I grew up in a Civil War hospital. Really? Yep, out in Kingston. And where'd they touch you? You grew up? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, uh, from the ages of two to four, we lived in an old Civil War hospital. That was turned into a home, I guess? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, a lot of crazy stuff happened around that place. Um, one time I was on the lawnmower with my dad and, you know, like they said that they had, there was n- nothing really left of significance on the property, yada, yada, yada. They had already came and got all the Civil War stuff. It was just the house is still like a historical landmark because it was part of the Civil War and it was a hospital. Yeah. Well, we're out there, we're cutting grass out in the field and stuff. I'm on riding lawnmower with my dad and all of a sudden the lawnmower flips over. I was like, what the fuck? You know, my dad, he's like, you all right? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Well, uh, the lawnmower's wheel had, like, fallen through a hole in the ground, and it flipped us. Come to find out, in that area, there was a bunch of uh, unmarked graves. Oh, shit. Yeah, we almost fell in an unmarked grave. That is crazy. So, uh, there was all, like, they were like, oh, unmarked graves, huh? We don't know about this. So, they come out, and they did some stuff, took the... (laughs) Skeletons, yada yada yada. Did you guys have like a priest come out and bless the house at all? Or do we should have, because all right. So this is like where stuff starts getting weird. And like the older I got, I was like, we release the spirits. Oh my god. <laughs> so uh, th- it, there's this one bedroom that you never could get into. Like they got a locksmith to come out. He could never get the door unlocked. Uh, but the guy that owned the house, he's like, you know, I we're just gonna leave that room alone. Don't you know? Tr- don't break the door or anything. He's like, you know, I'm still trying to. Uh, keep the house as pristine as possible. So, like, we had the old-ass doorknobs and stuff. He didn't want to make any kind of updates to the house. Well, it become like a, uh, almost like a party game. My mom and dad would have people come over. Our uncle also lived with us. They'd have people come over. They'd get drunk, and they'd see if, like, they could jimmy the door open. Well, uh, one of my mom's cousins, Susan, she was always kind of weird, kind of crazy. There's a whole story with that family, like, at one point, uh, her sister thought she was the reincarnation of Jesus. And to try to prove it, she stuck her head in a gas stove because she was like, I can't die. And she died. But um, <laughs> From the gas stove? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Um, Not fire, but like inhaling. The yeah. Gas. Okay. So like that, that whole part of the family is kind of crazy. Did they turn around and be like, ha! <laughs> <laughs> you dumb bitch. <laughs> um, well, like Susan, she came to the house and she's like, this place, it just... It touches me in places that I didn't know existed. And, like, she's like, I'm drawn to this room. And she goes up to the room and she touches the doorknob. And the fucking door just slowly creaks open. Oh, that's bullshit. bullshit. (laughs) That's bullshit. That's bullshit. You're pulling my leg. She comes in. She's like, it touched me where the shit comes out. (laughs) So so check it out, man. Like, the stories just get, like, crazier and crazier. It's like, this isn't an urban legend story, but it's, like, almost like a ghost story. Did you look in the room, like... Well, yeah, they went in the room, and the crazy thing was, like, there was no cobwebs, there was no dust, there was nothing. It's like somebody had been living in that room. It was perfect. Like Maybe clean. it was the guy who, like, owned the place. He's like, just don't come in here. I'm <laughs> masturbating. <laughs> it's a very tidy ghost. Well, that's that's what happened with the Amityville Horror House, too. Like, the guy that, like, killed the whole family and shit like that, he, uh, the, they brought, the next family who bought the house... They got it for like $80,000 and they said like, you know, this is great. We're going to fix it up. 
So they said, you know, they knew about the murders that took place there. And then what they did was is they brought a, a priest in to bless the house. Mm-hmm. And he went upstairs to where the one room was. And he said, like later when they interviewed him, said when he was in there blessing the room, somebody yelled at him to get out. And when he told the family before they moved in there, he's like, listen, everything in the house should be good. But I highly recommend that the room at the top of the stairs do not make that a bedroom. And fucking the family, the Luntz family, um, I don't think they made it a bedroom, but they said that was one of the rooms. That it's the baby's were, playroom. <laughs> yeah, the baby's playroom. But they said that like all the weird stuff that happened after that stemmed from that room. Like the walls oozing green stuff and feeling cold all the time and all that stuff. So. All right, so check it out. My uncle is in his room like trying to sleep one off, right? While this is going on, while my mom, dad, and her cousin were going in the room. Well, there was a painting of a little boy and a little girl hanging up on the wall. In that room? In that room. Uh, so what's crazy is like my uncle gets up the next day. He don't know anything about this. And he's like, did somebody fucking come over with some kids last night to play with Trey or whatever? And they were like, no, why? He's like, because these little shits were in my room fucking around with me. And I got pissed off. And like I chased them out of the room, they didn't bother me anymore. And they're like, "What are you talking about?" And there was like, it was a little boy and a little girl. And he said, "It's a little boy, you know." He's like, "I bet you can't guess how old I am, can you?" He's like, "I don't fucking care. Go out, and get out of here, kid. I feel like shit." He's like, "I'm 17 years old. I had polio, but I didn't grow much for my age." Yeah, polio. Sorry, I just find it funny. I like polio. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> I lived in an iron lung. So I just know if I heard a kid say that in the middle of the night, I'm like, wait, polio was cured how long ago? Fuck! You know? Well, like I said, he was trying to sleep one off. So as all this is going on, and they're like, oh, that's cool. We got that room to open up. He's like, no shit, really? So he goes with them. They open up the room. My fucking uncle almost falls out because the kids that he saw were the kids in the painting. That's fucking crazy. I don't like that shit. I'm already getting the chills. Like, so, I get scared easily. That That's why I don't watch The Grudge or any of those. I don't like scary movies. I don't love that shit. So, I love that. What, what, Fuck I'm that. addicted to it. What was cool is, like, when I got older, it was like it all kind of, like, do 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 you know, was like we ran over the grave, let some spirits loose, then the door opened, let the kids out. My uncle saw them. It's the same kids from the painting. There was some other crazy shit, like random appliances would blow up out of the wall and shit from, like, who knows what? They were like, yeah, you got a bad socket over here. You know, food. You be-. but we were like, no, there's ghosts. Ah! Speaking of ghosts, did you ever see the porn that Anna Nicole Smith did where she was getting banged by a ghost? No. No? no. I'll Just go, me? I'll look it up before I go to bed, <laughs> go to bed today. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, I mean, we could do a whole nother podcast on ghost stories like that we've experienced or heard or somebody close to us, stuff like that. I mean, yeah. I, I've got a shit ton of those fucking things. I'm the guy, like, I would have been a ghost hunter if that was a thing back in the day. Ooh, yeah, no, I love it. I, I would be driving in the middle of freaking the desert and stuff like that. I'm the guy who pulls off to like a little access road, turns off everything in the car, walks out down, you know, in the middle of fucking nowhere for like 10 minutes and then turns around, and walks back, daring something to happen. You know, like, come I'd on, be that no, weird no, fuck you, because my, my ex-wife was like that. She's <coughs> like, why'd you too scared to show yourself? I'm like, 
Yeah. Fucking take her. I'll punch. I you. respect you. I'll punch uh, a ghost I, in the face. I'd be that weird guy that like walks in there with a hard on, be like, just jerk me off to show me a sign. Just <laughs> cradle the balls. And you say I, you say I have rapey vibes. <laughs> <laughs> weird, dude. Uh, no, I don't say it like you. I'm gonna fuck her pussy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So last last thing for me, out in Kingston, uh, you know, same area I grew up, the Civil War Hospital. Down the road, there's a, a old uh, cemetery. If you go up to the top right corner of the cemetery, it has un it has graves for soldiers that they couldn't identify. And they say if you go out there like after midnight, you'll hear the soldiers coming. Well, we went out there after midnight. I didn't hear anything. But what was crazy is we sat there, I got like an overwhelming smell of like fresh dirt and moss all of a sudden. And I was like, Oh dude, it's fucking creepy. Followed by the smell of gunpowder. I was like, nope, get the fuck out of here, get the fuck out of here. See, what I'm curious about that is that, like, why, you know, are they just lazy fucks? Like, they don't do anything during the day? Like, (laughs) like, do they stay up all night and fuck with people? (laughs) (laughs) We're people, too. And then James slowly disappears into the air. They're just sleeping during the day, and then at night, like, midnight, they're like, hey, come on, let's fucking do stuff. I don't know. You know what it is? It's, uh, we're more, what do they say? Our brain's more open to experiencing these things in like a heightened adrenaline state and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, like at night, we're trained from evolutionary fucking caveman days to be afraid at night because that's when predators come out and yeah. this and that. So we're more open at night to see these things that they are there during the day. We just aren't afraid because of our animal brain again. You know, that's what they. I mean, that's that's the excuse people have made of why this stuff happens at night. I'm still going with like getting a hand job, like just going in the have thing. You, have you Come ever, on, go show me seen, a sign. You, you've seen the movie Hand Job Cabin, right? Hand Job well, Cabin. What the fuck kind of weird Is that really a movie? Yes. No. They, these it's like a spoof on on haunted uh cabin movies. These kids go out to this cabin and there's this ghost that jerks people off to death. Oh my god, that sounds awesome. Yeah, you got to Oh, I got, you got to watch the trailer for it. I got nothing left. I, I honestly haven't done research to find out if it's like a real movie. Or they just did a really good trailer, but it, it's yeah, it's high quality and everything. You, you got to check it out. Okay, so if you could talk to ghosts, would you? Yes. Oh yeah. No, fuck that. Why not? No. No, we used to. Play, I, I grew up playing with a Ouija board. See what you did there. I grew up playing with a Ouija board. What the fuck so, was that noise? That was the chair, no, and then the, like you the went. The heat, what did you I say? see what you did there. Oh, I heard. I see what you did there. Anyways, hey, back. So it's hilarious. Um, obviously, everybody's seen or heard of a Ouija board. Uh, it's made. What did I say? Parker Brothers makes them now and puts them out. Whoop. Looked up a little bit of stuff about it. I'm not gonna get too educational, but it was like uh, late 1800s, I think 1891 or something like that when it was first patented. And uh, the story goes that the patent officer. The, wait, 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 wait. So, did you said uh, what brothers? Uh, Parker Brothers. Parker Brothers. I, did, I they, did they come up with the Ouija board? No, no, no. They just or did they, they like, bought the patent. Okay, so it could have came from like some weird-ass gypsies, and they were like, what you got there? Well, if you want to go way, way back, I think the earliest thing is like ancient Chinese writings and stuff. It, it, it's a form of automatic writing, it's called. You know, like when you see in the movies, the person like gets possessed and their hand starts writing uh-huh. and it's not them doing it. it. It's that form of telepathy, you know, or whatever psychic. Okay, so the Ouija board was a actual... Uh, used to be called a witch board. They, okay, okay yeah. so it was like a black magic tool before yeah. it became a... Chill. It was commonly known as a witch board and that's how witches would commune with the devil. 
okay, or cool. a demon or cool. something like that. And then it was turned into a you know a fun game for the family. <laughs> what fucking jackass! I know. You know the marketing on that is crazy. It's sitting right there next to Candyland and Monopoly. Dude, I feel like we can make a twisted ass movie out of this. Like, there's this one dude that just fucking hates kids, and he's got a job at uh, the game store, and he's like, "Yeah, you know what? Fuck kids." I've read this thing where you can commune with the devil. I'm gonna pitch that as an idea. Like that happened with Child's Play. The the child's doll. He he passed his soul on to yeah. the doll or whatever and shit. But anyways, um, the patent clerk, before he would approve it being patented, he wanted to see if it was real, and so they did it with him. And he asked a question about his name, like his middle name or something like that, that they wouldn't know. It wasn't common knowledge, and it spelled it out, and it freaked him out. And he was a firm believer from then on and approved the patent. So, dude, you know what? I would love like when and when I die, if like this is like a legit thing, I wish that like somebody would con- like contact me and they'd be like, "What is so and so's middle name?" Be like, "Bitch, gay, <laughs> 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 wrong, guy." What are you fucking stupid? You believe in ghosts, fag? <laughs> <laughs> could I you love it? Could you give us an answer? To let this is Trey. This is so Trey. That's what Trey would say. What's up, fucko? <laughs> Man, I know, I know. In the Catholic religion, they like they they beat it into us head, like beat it into <laughs> our heads that not fuck with that Ouija yeah. board. Like that's just a big no no. You'll get possessed if you mess with it. Well, I was telling him I, I've done it with people that I think would be more intimidated by me than anything else. You know what I mean? Like maybe in the group with a couple of my cousins, younger kids, you know, stuff like that, that wouldn't be trying to trick me ever, pull a prank on me, and we would do it. <laughs> Hang on a second. In my head, while while you're saying this, like I don't know why I've got a crazy overactive imagination. So we went back to the 1920s, and you've got one of those little paper boy hats on, and like you're a foot taller than everybody else. And you have all your little cousins. And you're like, don't fuck with me. See, yeah. I kick you. They all look like scrappy kids, and they're like, hey, Muggsy, uh, can we hang yeah. out with you? Yeah, but you know, you just get behind me. You're bothering me. Where are we going, Spike? Yeah. What are we gonna do, Spike? <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> but no. Anyways, I just they weren't pushing it. I firmly believe they were pushing it, and I know I wasn't, so therefore, if so, facto, I believe that it actually works, that there's something to it. Like, I don't know if it's demons, devil, this The big, The bullshit, biggest thing but, is, like, they say that you subconsciously yeah. moved it. But you don't subconsciously move anything else. That's what I was saying. You know, you yeah. said that earlier, and I was like, I don't know, James. I could see your drunk ass sitting on the couch, and you're like, what? What is this? The bottle of whiskey's moving by itself. Oh, no. Oh, oh, I don't want to drink it. It wants me to drink it. Ah. <laughs> the spirits. Double entendre. <laughs> you know, Cyanide and Happiness did a little clip that did that exact joke, and it was hilarious. Did they? Like, I'm not an alcoholic. The, the, the beer's addicted to me. Oh, no. It's back. I can't stop it. Oh, look, 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 look. There was a movie called Ouija Board, wasn't there? Yeah. There was like... Dude, yeah, been a Witchboard, Ouija, there's been lots of B-movies. They tried to go mainstream. It was okay. The second one was horrible. So, I've talked about my bro- my middle brother, Terrace, around you, too. He's kind of illiterate. He's backwoods. So, I had a... Uh, it was either a musician's friend or some other kind of magazine like that where they have all the guitars. Kirk Hammock from uh, Metallica has a Ouija board guitar. And, like, he's like... <laughs> He's like, man, when they change the name of them things? I said, what are you talking about? He's like, look, it's a quidja board. <laughs> I said, what? He goes, yeah, I always thought it was a Ouija board. It, uh, this thing says it's a quidja board. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of talk to how to pronounce it. What's his Ouija, name? Kirk Ouija, what? Ouija, Kirk Hamrick. Hamrick. 
Is it Hammett or Hammett? Hammett. H-A-M-M-E-T-T or something like that. I-T. Hammett. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. Uh, and he had a Ouija board. Yeah, Ouija O-U-I-J-A. Board. I kind of want to see what this looks like. But Wow, this is an, that's pretty cool. But no, we, I mean, we went down, like, so anybody listening who's ever played on a Ouija board probably had, like, similar stories and experiences. You play on the thing, you ask a question, it knows things that it shouldn't know. Um, You tell it to, like, show that you're here, make a noise, you'll hear something, you'll see a chair start to rock, you know, things like that. Like, I remember those kind of stories and experiences. And it's seen through a filter of, like, 20, 30 years, you know what I mean? Yeah. So who knows how much I saw, what was real, what was that. But I just know that I believe. I believe that there was something to it. I believe, I believe that some things happened. We never got that far. We just argued like, no, you're pushing it. No, you're <laughs> pushing it, you fucking dick. It's like, no. Oh, well, how does it know to spell pussy right? <laughs> uh, there, there's a show, uh, Pin 15. I don't know if you watched any of it. I saw some preview for it. Well, I watched it. And uh, at one point, they're playing with a Ouija board. And... Uh, Dude, it's funny because her uh, dead grandfather is like floating in the room and stuff. While, and she just found her body at, in this episode. So she found her body and she's like masturbating and stuff. And they're like, you know, what is it? They, they say, I don't know how to say it in Japanese, but like Jitja or some shit like that's how you say grandpa. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, you know, Jitja sees you all the time. She's like, what do you mean all the time? <laughs> and, and she's like, all the time. He watching while you sleep. She's like, so, so you're telling me that Jitja is in my room just fucking hanging out watching me? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, fuck. <laughs> well, later in that episode, they get a Ouija board. And her and her friend. And they're like, Jitja, what would you like to tell us? And it goes, C, L, T. And... Like, what is he trying to spell? <laughs> and the one girl fucking flings me. He's like, I don't know. <laughs> You'd think by now that they would could hook up some kind of scientific gear to it to feel the pressure that's pushed on it or not. You know, somebody no. would have tried to like disprove or prove. And why do you have to touch it? Is another thing. Like, why can't it just do it by itself? It yeah. needs energy. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, you can make whatever excuse you want. It. Wait. So do you? So you said you wouldn't want to talk to ghosts? No, dude. Fuck that. Why is that? No man, I ain't opening up no doors. All right, this what, are you, what are you talking that's about? The, you don't, you don't want to know. That's like, actually a serious thing. No Open man, up the doors, letting like, it in. Yeah, here's yeah. the thing: there's, giving it power. There's this whole thing that it's like once you let your spirit connect to the other side, you're like a fucking lantern in the darkness. So, it took a long time for me to close those doors. Like from you, when I was a kid, playing around with that shit and deciding, like, getting creeped out enough and putting it. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I'm saying putting it aside. And then saying, okay, I don't want to do that anymore. It's time to grow up. That shit's fake. You know, you start to convince yourself. It takes years till you finally stop seeing shit out of the corner of your eye, thinking that somebody's behind you all the time. It's just, you know, when you're alone at home and stuff like that. Just shadow boxing. Yeah, shadow boxing. That's what it's called. Is it? Yeah. But no, yeah, they say, like, once you open up that door, you're a lantern to the other side. So, like, you, there's no telling what you can attract. Malevolent spirits. Weird shit happens. You know I mean, mean, as opposed to Ricky Gervais and Ghost Town, like that seemed like an old right type thing, where he talked to ghosts and stuff like that, and yeah, well, a I mean, movie, Ghost Town. Is it a movie though? Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, the thing is, I've watched a bunch of crazy shit where like nothing ever good comes from the other side. It's yeah, like, I know. That's yeah. That There's is. none that like get with you and like, hey, listen, play the lotto, play these numbers. Yeah, you, know I mean? you son of a bitch. 
like, hey, can you help me out a little bit? So, is that your, is that the Ouija boards? We think they're real. I kind of I'm on the fence. I don't know. I think they're real. I don't fuck with them. I'm Why good. not? I like I like. I think that said, means he thinks it's real. <laughs> I don't want to get possessed. I don't want to. I don't want to open up any gateways or doors or be a lantern for the other side, especially. You know, I'm gonna put something out there that we haven't done in a while. Uh, that we do have something you can write in. Uh, podcast at yahoo.com or whatever it is. I don't know. It's an email address. Just write in. Tell us what you think. If you think the Ouija board is real or not, we're full of shit. Just let us know. You know? If you guys have any urban legends or any ghost stories or anything that you guys uh, want to know more about, don't be afraid to reach out to us. Uh, as far as uh, urban legends go, you know, let's go uh, buy a Snickers and let's go to a bridge. What do you say? <laughs> say Baby Ruth. Baby Ruth. Baby, Baby Ruth. <laughs> all right. From all of us at the Big Head Podcast, I'm CJ. James. The one and only Trey. If Have you would, a good one, guys. If you would Peace. like, if you would like an autograph picture, let me know at the website. Just one person email me. Just one. I just <laughs> I want to see if it works. <laughs> Later, bitches. Mom, are you hearing me? Mom, email me. 